0: Hello everyone! Happy New Year, and welcome back to the Good Screen, a podcast where we talk about movies, yeah, and TV shows and games. We need a tagline. No, no, we don't. It's too late. Too late for that.
1: Too late for that.
0: Okay, it's the first. It's the first of the year.
1: You did introduce yourself. Oh, I'm Russell. I'm Lauren.
0: It's the first of the year as we're recording this. It is. We're starting out the new year with podcasting.
1: Yes, first thing I did this morning was podcast.
0: Yes, me too. Well, not really, but yes. Pretty much. So we're excited to start the third year of our podcast, technically, if you want to, you know, get sentimental about it.
1: Technically.
0: Yeah. Even though
1: we've also technically only been doing it for a year and a half.
0: Yeah, but it's the third year that we've been, you know, 2022 is when we started. So 2022, 2023... Now 2024.
1: I guess. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. we're in the third
0: year. It's not three years past since we started. It's not even two years past, but we're in the third year of the podcast. That's how it works. Does it? Yeah. Our podcast has existed within three years of the Earth's existence. Weird to think about, right?
1: Does that mean I'm technically 25 and not 24?
0: Technically, yeah. I mean, you've lived within 25 years of the Earth's existence. Yeah. Yeah. Arguably, you've lived longer than that, depending on when you think life starts. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway, uh, today we're going to talk about TV shows and movies, because this is the good screen.
1: Yeah.
0: I'm excited to start off the year with our first pick. If you listen to the end of... The last episode, we, we had a wheel set up, a great big wheel, with 52, no, 50 movies in it.
1: Yeah, that we all need to edit still. That
0: we need to edit, but we, we have a list, and next week we have something planned, which is a newer movie that came yep. out a little late last year, but this week we chose the first movie off the wheel, which is Arrival.
1: Arrival! So
0: we will be talking about that later, but before we get into that, Lauren? Yes, Russell? What have you been enjoying on the good screen this week?
1: I've been enjoying yet another forty year old woman show, okay. I have been enjoying Heartland
0: Heartland
1: Heartland. this one comes at me with from a recommendation from a child.
0: That's don't say that at work, okay?
1: I kid at work put put it on,
0: okay. And you like it.
1: I was mildly interested enough to explore the first season, (laughs) and I don't hate it. Yeah. It's easy to watch.
0: So what's Heartland about?
1: Heartland is a horse girl show. It's about... (laughs) 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 So in the very first episode of the first, like, 20 minutes... Don't laugh about this.
0: It starts out very serious.
1: Okay, I'll be very solemn. Yeah. In the first episode, in the first 20 minutes, the main character, Amy... And her mom are trying to basically steal this abused horse off of a neighboring ranch. Uh huh. Because Amy's mom runs a horse rehab facility type right. thing. Yeah. Where horses go to get clean. And. <laughs>
0: <laughs> all the fentanyl addicted horses go there. Yeah, all the They're crazy. Yeah. <laughs> They're pretty wild.
1: Yeah. Withdraw-, and-
0: Withdraw is real when horses get it. Yeah. It's yeah.
1: crazy. So. She goes to get this abused horse off of this neighboring ranch from this, like, evil guy. Is
0: it the Blackbriar Ranch? No. Or is it some, like, actually evil
1: guy? It's it's just a dude. Okay. And there's this awful storm going on. And on the way back, they, like, soar off the road right. into a ditch. And the mom dies.
0: Oh, so the the and horse doesn't even, like, buck her off.
1: No, and the horse becomes traumatized because he was in a trailer when the horse crashed and it went like full oh, 360. Okay. And so then the first like two episodes are Amy rehabilitating this horse and mm-hmm. making it not traumatized and bonding with this horse.
0: And dealing with the loss of her mother.
1: Yes. Uh, and grieving her mother. Right. And then her New York City sister moves back. This takes place in Alberta, by the way.
0: Alberta, Canada. Alberta, Canada. Yeah.
1: And her sister, who got like some big hoochie job in New York City, comes back. And she's like, well, now I'm a hick again, even though I really don't like it. And I'm going to help you run the farm because I know business because I worked in New York City.
0: Well, she wants to sell the farm.
1: That's what's implied, but I, I don't think they she just ever kinda truly dropped. wanted that. They, they
0: kind of dropped. I watched a little bit of it with you. I should say that.
1: It, so, the... She came up with a business deal, which I don't think necessarily means she wanted to sell it. I think... Well,
0: she had an open house, though.
1: For people to come to, like...
0: Celebrate? Get their
1: horses there. Oh,
0: to get their horses there. Oh, yeah, okay. it
1: wasn't to sell it.
0: Oh, never mind. All right, it well, was like go on.
1: It's like how schools have an open house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, They're not trying to sell the school okay. every year. They aren't? No. Oh.
0: <laughs> parent Teacher Night isn't trying to find a parent who wants to buy the school?
1: no it's a parent who wants to buy a teacher buy a teacher <laughs> <laughs> i think it was just her trying to like do a payment plan for the loan okay i think amy just heavily misconstrued that
0: yeah that she... i don't think
1: she actually wanted to sell the farm
0: okay they dropped that bit like pretty early on
1: yeah because amy's a dramatic 15 year old girl i thought her name was Addie. no it's amy it's amy it's amy okay
0: Clearly, I'm half-watching this show with you.
1: It's okay. I'm also kind of half-watching it, too.
0: Okay, but you like it. I do like it. Yeah, I like, uh, it's pretty like, you know, where it's going to go.
1: Oh, and Grandpa's so based.
0: Grandpa, yeah, the Grandpa character is very based. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so it...
1: It's based off a book series, which it definitely feels like it.
0: Wow, The yeah. way it's
1: so dramatic, and the stakes are sky high.
0: Mm-hmm, every time. Mm-hmm. Uh, There was a point, there was this one episode where Amy, the main character, Mm -hmm. gets thrown off a horse and, like, her, she lands on some rocks and hits her head. Yeah. And I thought for a second that that's where the show was really going to change. Because I thought she was (laughs) going to pick up the, no, I thought she was going to pick up the ability to, like, read horses' minds or something from the injury that she got. Which would be pretty cool, but also, like, kind of really early on just, like, jumping the shark Um, with the horse.
1: (laughs) No. uh, (laughs) Jumping the horse.
0: Jumping the horse. I
1: feel like if anything, if this was going to be that kind of show, it would have happened in like episode one.
0: And her mom's ghost would be around to tell her what to do. Yeah. Sci-fi doesn't need to be in everything. That's what we learned about this show.
1: No, but it would be really cool if it was in a horse girl show. It would
0: be really cool. The horse god or is an alien from another planet who like placed what? horses on the planet
1: i mean te- if you want to follow greek mythology horses were born from the sea as a gift from poseidon
0: oh really yeah i didn't know that yeah okay yeah but so horses
1: aren't really native anywhere
0: yeah they're all over the- well china is that i think i think it's confirmed china i think they were the first ones. i think they were the first ones to domesticate horses
1: where are horses native to
0: you can look that up if you really want to, but I'm going to speak my truth. I think it's China.
1: Horses and their relatives originally evolved in North America before oh, traveling shit. along the Bering Strait to Asia further west, so they were in Asia. Okay. Um, while well, North American horses were still present present mm-hmm. as late as of 5,000 to 6,000 years ago, they likely died out before the Vikings arrived on American shores at the end of the 10th century. Okay. So there were horses. So they
0: left America, and
1: they left.
0: So they, but then they were domestic. Who domesticated horses first? You should look that up. Uh, who were the first people? I think it's Chinese, right?
1: Domesticated horses. Kazakhstan.
0: Kazakhstan, close enough. China's right there.
1: Uh, and what is now Ukraine and western Kazakhstan. Okay. Is where the earliest domestication of horse happened
0: i was only a little off well a few countries off
1: around 3000 bc
0: yeah that's crazy
1: whoa that's awesome
0: all right anyways i wonder like uh, what they
1: looked like before they were domesticated
0: probably really
1: probably huge huge
0: yeah too big
1: i want to see an ancient horse
0: ancient horse
1: they're fuzzy yeah they I... look more like fat ponies <laughs> Okay. as opposed to like a slender horse yeah all right slender so Miami. back to
0: heartland speaking of slender horses what um so yeah it doesn't have any sci-fi elements it's a very down to earth the heartland you heard yeah it? yeah um and uh it's pretty good mm-hmm. so you like it so far
1: i do it's an easy show to watch yeah
0: it's a good wind down show
1: basically or wind
0: up show you've been watching it in the morning
1: it's just it's just relaxing after this weekend i'm it's sure you'll go no brainer
0: yeah you'll watch it in the evening doing mm-hmm. your knitting and stuff
1: well i do that in the morning too oh, i really? go to bed not too long after i come home anymore yeah you do uh, <laughs> i still wake up late though
0: yeah great that's sleep awesome to nine hear to 10
1: hours every night
0: that's great to hear lauren i'm really glad you, you get that much sleep i've been getting a lot more sleep lately
1: you have
0: yeah i feel great last night no last night i got about eight hours
1: Russell, We went to bed at like two. We did. Yes. Oh. It was like two when we finally stopped talking and went to sleep. Oh yeah. And then you woke up before I did. Mhm. I got like seven hours. All of right. Sleep. Well, you know
0: what? I'm I'm stocked up, so you can also I'm take good. a nap today. I can also you take. You have a nap that today. freedom. I don't. You have to go to work later. I have to
1: go to work in like two hours.
0: Cool. So you're gonna keep watching Heartland. Do you think you'll uh, give us an update on the the plot later and? In- the uh, podcast?
1: Yeah. I already got a glimpse of what happens in the way later seasons. Cause, yeah, because
0: you watched it at work.
1: Yeah, the girl at work is on season, like, 14. Wow. Yeah, she started watching it with the previous foster placement. Okay. Yeah.
0: Cool. Well, that's awesome to hear. I'm glad you're enjoying that show.
1: Yeah, yeah. What are you enjoying on the good screen?
0: On the good screen this past week, I watched a few things. I didn't really go crazy. Um, I have a game... Slight recommendation, but I feel like we're gonna probably bank that for another video game episode. Okay, before I go into my good screen, I should say I'm thinking about keeping the game stuff in its own episode, yeah. And watch my one, it's not a resolution, but I've been aiming to watch more television, mm hmm. Um, so that's you know,
1: as in like you want to get cable or you just want to watch more no, TV no, shows. I want to
0: watch more TV shows, okay. I don't want to get. I, I mean, I kind of like like the thought of getting cable again,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but I also I don't want to pay sixty dollars for it, seventy dollars or whatever it is now. But yeah, I, anyway, so we is, have yeah yeah. So my goal my goal for this year of the podcast is to switch up my my good screens to either smaller movies that I know you're not gonna like, mm-hmm. or TV shows that I know you're not gonna want to watch with me, or maybe you are watching with me, which. I can tell you next week we will have a combo uh, good screen that we have before our major movie. Yes. So, but this week, that is not the case. Um, this week, I didn't even watch a TV show. I watched a documentary. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I mean, they put documentaries on Docu- TV.
0: Yeah, they put documentaries on TV. I watched... Um, shit, what was it called?
1: I love that one. That's such a good documentary.
0: I watched uh, uh, the studio... Ghibli, is it Ghibli or Ghibli?
1: I think it's been confirmed Ghibli.
0: Ghibli? Okay. I watched the Studio Ghibli documentary called The Kingdom of Dreams and Madness. Mm. Uh, It's a documentary specifically uh, taking place during the time of uh, producing and directing and uh, the whole process of the Wind Rises, mm-hmm. which is a movie I have not seen. Me neither. But
1: oh, I really wait, want to see I? it.
0: No, I mean I'm not going to put words in your mouth, but I, I really hope you haven't seen. It. It's about the plane, like World War II era Japan, but kind of like it's the plane. If you don't remember the plane, is you, that the one? you you've not seen this movie. I've... Joseph Gordon-Levitt was the English voice actor for the band.
1: No, really, in reality, yeah. But I he, have seen scenes about like the wife.
0: Okay. Well, anyway, back to the documentary.
1: Dies or whatever. Yeah.
0: Um, it's about it's about the the process of making that and and how that was supposed to be Miyazaki's last movie. Mm-hmm. I I wish I had watched this prior to um the Boy and the Heron. Because I kind of like only learned about it after listening to another podcast that talked about the boy and the heron. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that sounds interesting. Mm-hmm. So Miyazaki is basically just an angry old man who's just like his time has clearly passed. And it's not necessarily necessarily a bad thing, but it's interesting seeing how he grapples with it. And, how and this is
1: even back when he made The Wind, the wind Rises. It's not even it was just 10 the years most ago. recent. Yeah. yeah,
0: it was 10 years ago and that's
1: still a long time
0: that's a long time ago but for like a, a guy like his his time was clearly i don't want to say up but like he doesn't really deal with the passing of the torch that well no um, he thinks that when he's he's kind of like a very um stubborn stubborn and selfish old man
1: yeah
0: um and a lot of people think that's like you know oh based based muzaki um not really not really like like But at the same time, it's kind of interesting. He's very, he's basically a character from his movies. Mm -hmm. This this documentary is shot similarly in a way of a Miyazaki movie. Where not like a lot happens, but it doesn't feel like a lot is happening. Mm -hmm. But like through the entire documentary, they make this movie. Like they show like he's storyboarding it and then like the animators are animating it. And they give animators some spotlight, which is good.
1: That's really cool. It's
0: really cool. Um, but not like, like big spotlight, just like showing them making it. And, and he's very, yeah. he's very kind to everyone at face value and nice. And I, yeah. mean, I
1: remember on Tumblr seeing, oops, I'm sorry. I hit yeah, the table. Don't, don't hit the table. I remember seeing the clip of him like making ramen for the whole office mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And everyone's like, oh yeah. wow, he's so kind and yeah. amazing. And I love him so much. Like the
0: animators that got there are there for a reason because they're good. They're incredible. They're, yeah. And, and hand selected by him. Um, but it was very interesting to watch the process of it, and I kind of want to watch the movie now. But then I went to watch it on Max, HBO Max, or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. And they only, only had the English uh, audio option. You gotta which, watch it in Japanese. this movie in particular, I feel like you want the Japanese because it's set in Japan, feel- and Robert Pattinson isn't voice acting in it. So, um, and the only reason why I wanted, well, the main reason why I wanted to see it in Japanese is I was watching this movie, and I posted this on. I don't think I posted this particularly on, on Instagram, but like they were trying to figure out who was going to voice the main character. Mm-hmm. And they wanted someone who didn't sound like a voice actor. Yeah. And like instantly, I don't even think there was a cut. I don't even think there was a cut. One of the um, like producers or directors is like, Hey, what about Anno-san? <laughs> As in the <laughs> guy Yelling who made Evangelion. I'll, yeah. Yeah. And, or directed Evangelion. And, and Miyazaki's like, that sounds great. Like, like <laughs> no hesitation. Like, oh, I really like him. And he comes in and he, like, he's there. Mm-hmm. And it's so funny to see that they got him. I didn't even know that he was the the voice actor for, like, a lead in a Miyazaki mm-hmm. movie. It's so funny.
1: Have you ever seen the one part? I'm pretty sure they did, like, a similar docu- docu-
0: documentary. Documentary.
1: Yeah. Um... I want to say documentary.
0: Documentarian? Yeah. That's what documentary people are called.
1: <laughs> okay. Um, it's true. She documentalitarian. my <laughs> mentalitarian. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, there's a documentary about Princess Mononoke. Yeah. When they're doing, he's like directing the voice acting for The Wolf. Okay. That talks, I haven't, I've only seen Princess Mononoke once and it was like 10 years ago. Okay. Um, and they had like a pretty <clears throat> infamous Japanese voice actor who is also a drag star in Japan.
0: Oh, interesting.
1: Yeah. Watching yeah. the direction for that was really, really interesting. So I'm also really interested in watching the print, the the Wind Rises documentary, but I feel like I'd want to watch it after we watched it. Really? Mm-hmm. Okay. Because then you watch it, and then you go see the making of... Like, you remember when I watched the Harry Potter documentary a couple months ago about the making of the first one?
0: No. I don't remember it, that it at was, all.
1: It's awesome. It's on YouTube. It's like an hour something long. Okay. And it's... It's incredible. You should go find it.
0: I think I might.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So, yeah. Um, very interesting documentary. Kind of like... Uh, kind of like your show. Kind of like a wind down. It's very low you know low action just people talking for the most part yeah um form your own opinion about the guy but he's he's crazy he's crazy but like very lovable it's very funny in the movie though
1: do you think he's gonna try to make another movie before he yes
0: dies? he already said so he's already working on another one he
1: needs to stop is he like 90
0: he's 80 something
1: he needs to stop. We looked that up
0: a few uh, he's we in his 80s i think yeah. he's like 83 either way um it's very funny there's a line in it. He he retires at the end, quote-unquote. Yeah. Um, And he makes a joke before he announces his retirement that, like, he'll do another one in 10 years. And about 10 years later is when The Boy and the Heron came out, so...
1: <laughs> well, even before that, I don't know how much hand he had in Ponyo and Arietti.
0: He directed Ponyo. Did he? He directed Ponyo. Arietti okay, he didn't work on.
1: Ponyo came out.
0: Yeah, Ponyo came out.
1: Yeah, what's another one? They did another one.
0: I came out, like, 20... 20- 2009, I think. Ponyo? Yeah. I remember seeing it was in theaters here.
1: Yeah, it was in theaters down there too, but I didn't see it in theaters. I wish I could have.
0: Yeah. And the one before that was Hell's Movie Castle.
1: Yes. Which is maybe my favorite.
0: Okay. All right, well, um, so that's the documentary I watched. Very good. It's on HBO Max if you have HBO Max. Okay. Um, I did go to Target yesterday to look for an air fryer. Yeah. (laughs) I'm going somewhere with this, trust me. And they have, like, the 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 Ghibli movies. They were 15 bucks a pop. Yeah. And they came with, like, exclusive Target art prints. Okay. They had, like, a bunch of... I don't, I didn't want to spend the money, but, like, they had, like, a bunch of them there. Mm-hmm. So they're readily available. You can find cool. them pretty much everywhere in America.
1: I'm pretty sure most of the times I watched Ghibli movies, it was uh Illegally? Illegally. Yeah. Oh, that's great well because when <laughs> i watched them i was a kid and they, they weren't on streaming services or anywhere yet yeah crunchyroll was still in its like
0: the first time i watched
1: teenage age
0: the first time i watched princess mononoke i torrented it so i'm right there with you
1: i didn't torrent mine but i definitely watched them on like one two three movies.com or whatever that's close enough yeah <laughs> all
0: right so before we go into our main topic i just want to read a comment that we got oh great on youtube I was reminded because I thought about distribution of movies and Target, and Target is not in Canada.
1: No, unfortunately.
0: But our listener, Ed underscore 13 underscore R, aka Gearbox, he is in Canada. He lives in Canada. Yeah. Somewhere up there. Um, he said, This is on our uh, Christmas episode with Scott Pilgrim and whatever. He said, Hey guys, I just recently caught up with all your podcast episodes. You guys made really good content this year. Hope you two have a good holiday season. Also wanted to add, in Canada, where I grew up, we do use the term hoagie. Oh. But it's generally for subs that have meatballs or anything with marinara and cheese. Huh. So that's that's good to know.
1: Yeah. Also thank you for the kind words.
0: Thank you for the kind words and we'll I'm glad our you best caught this up. I don't um, I'm, you know, good job on making it through all those podcasts. He <laughs> really a trooper.
1: <laughs> um,
0: so now it makes sense why our our top Spotify Place listening re- listening region was Canada. Yeah. <laughs> he, he was catching up the whole time. He's <laughs> he waiting till the end of the year to tell us that. So thank you. Uh, if you want to be featured on our podcast, just leave a YouTube comment. I get so excited every time we yeah. get a YouTube comment. We also <laughs> like have... it's always from Skyward or Gearbox. Pretty much. But but like. I I, I love it.
1: You can also email us. Yes. Or come to our house.
0: Yes. Everything's in the show notes, except for our address. (laughs) All right, Lauren, let's go into the main feature.
1: Yes. Let's do that.
0: Let's talk about Arrival. Okay, here's where the break stops. (laughs) And... Lauren and I watched a movie called Arrival. It was the first movie that we picked out of our big wheel. wheel of movies.
1: I feel like it was a really good first pick.
0: It was.
1: Yeah. I didn't know what to expect going into this movie. Russell just told me...
0: It's an alien movie. It was an
1: alien movie that one of his friends fell asleep to when they saw it in theaters.
0: <laughs> yeah. And yeah.
1: I was like, okay. And it started weird. And then it made sense it later sense why later on. it was weird. Yeah. And then... It was so, like, trippy and good. It was really good.
0: Have you been thinking about it? I have. <laughs> okay, that's good. So this movie came out in, I want to say, 2016. And maybe 2015. I don't know. We're doing this off of Vibes today. I don't have any research.
1: Can I look it up?
0: You can look it up if you really want to. It's starring Amy Adams. 2016. 2016. Damn, I'm good. And Amy Adams <laughs> and... Um, Do you know what month? I want to say september
1: oh my god you're a god i, rem- uh,
0: I, I remember specifically i was working <laughs> a lot at that point and we had like mandatory overtime and that and yeah. my friend was like hey um let's go see arrival i heard dennis villanueve is I, I hope i'm saying his name right is like a really good director and this is like his breakout hit
1: You sound just like him.
0: (laughs) And um, I was like, sure, I'll I'll go see. And then he fell asleep. And then he fell asleep during the movie. So that was my movie theater experience for Arrival.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, I think right after that we saw Rogue One. I still
1: haven't seen that. That was the next movie we
0: saw in theaters. And we loved that movie. You haven't seen Rogue One? No. Okay. Oh, that's wonderful. We might have some Star Wars stuff to do. You would like it. It's good. It, It is good. Okay. And the Andor show is good. Like unironically good. Like people like really like it.
1: I have heard good things. There's no there's
0: no lightsabers in it.
1: Hmm.
0: There's no Jedi's in it. Weird. Yeah. It's it's a political intrigue movie.
1: Oh great.
0: Anyways, um so we saw I saw a rival movie theaters with one of my friends and he fell asleep. And I think about it every time I see this movie. I've only seen this movie like twice now, but every time I see like a poster or someone talking about it on Twitter, I think, oh yeah, he fell asleep during that movie. That's hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I didn't remember much of the movie, honestly. Uh, I remember the ending and like what, why everything happened. Yeah. Um,
1: was it interesting knowing what happens, Rewatching it again? Yes. Because I want to I re-watch it.
0: Because when I saw the opening, I was like, oh yeah, that's right. It all yeah, kind of like came back to me then.
1: The opening...
0: It makes it sound like the opening is what happened before. Be right before this. So yeah. the opening, and and this is a spoiler yeah. podcast. We're going to talk about this movie in pretty big detail. So if you don't want to talk about Arrival, I'm going to really try to do bookmarks or chapters for this podcast.
1: Can you do chapters on Spotify?
0: You can do chap. You can do chapters for anything, but I think our distribution platform fucked it up last time that I tried to do it. Oh, uh, okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna try and do it again. But you can do chapters on Spotify. Okay. Yeah. Um, so if you want to skip this part, um, go to the chapter that says, uh, screen the shout out or whatever at the end. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: So, yeah, um, this movie starts with, um, the main character who's played by Amy Adams. Mm -hmm. Uh, she loses her daughter to, um, some sort of illness, cancer, something like that. It's implied to be cancer. It's implied to be cancer. Uh, and they kind of show like her whole, her daughter's whole life. Yeah. And then... Um, suddenly after, you know, all this, and you think, like, oh, she's breathing. Yeah, it's
1: like, a, it's like a three-minute montage. Yeah,
0: and then she you find out that she is a language teacher or at a, professor at a, college. At a yeah. college, and there's, like, no one in her class the next morning, and it's because there's a fucking alien invasion. Yeah. And class is canceled, and she has to go home. <laughs> so um, it starts out pretty crazy like that. Um, yeah. I thought that the way they handled how... So the aliens landed in 12 different, very bizarre, not like pinpoint locations, not like New York City or like Shanghai or like yeah. Tokyo.
1: But they did land in like 12 major countries. Yeah, they did I land in different countries. the thing.
0: Yeah. And one of them, the one that landed in America was in Montana. hmm And I don't know if she was, I don't remember which university she worked at, but.
1: I think it was like Boston or somewhere yeah, like that. But they
0: flew her out. They were like, hey, you're a good language teacher.
1: Well, apparently she was like one of the best because she she'd yeah. worked for the government before.
0: Yeah, for something in in the Middle East. Yeah,
1: some um, sort of like translations.
0: And they talk about that, and that was that was cool. And um, she's like, "Well, I hope nobody dies this time," basically because that was like a raid that she helped him with or something like that. Yeah,
1: she made some quip about like, "Well, yeah, about what she did caused people to die." Will there be blood on my
0: hands? No, she didn't say that. <laughs> uh, anyway, so she goes out to this military military facility. And they also get like this really good um, uh, experimental physicist or whatever. Yeah,
1: he's like an astrophysicist.
0: Astrophysicist. And Played by Hawkeye. Jeremy Renner. Yeah, this was after Avengers. So I feel like. Him... Was it
1: really? I was going to ask if it was before. This was after, after.
0: the first two Avengers movies. Mm-hmm. So um, I feel like him being in the movie was um, a good way to in- in- interest people in seeing the movie. Because. Mm-hmm. Oh, Amy Adams too. I mean.
1: Yeah, Amy Adams also. But I feel like. If anything, it's probably good for his career that he doesn't exclusively do Avengers movies. Right. Because that is lame. That is lame. <laughs> like, because you don't get to show your full... <clears throat> your your range. Your range, yeah.
0: And it and it's a shame because, like, even though he does other movies, like, he was in a Bourne movie mm-hmm. and he was in this...
1: He's only known for Hawkeye. He's, he's
0: Hawkeye. Yeah. You, you see him, he's Hawkeye. That's
1: literally what I said when I, like, looked it up. I was like, oh, Hawkeye's in this. Yes. I don't even know his fucking name. <laughs> Jeremy Renner. Okay
0: he was in something else recently too but i don't know I, that's the thing like you only remember that he was in marvel movies yeah not that that's a bad thing i heard the hawkeye show is actually really good is it yeah okay anyways so the story of the movie basically revolves around them trying to communicate with these aliens heptapods
1: yeah and, and learn about them
0: and learn their and learn how to speak and communicate with them which mm-hmm. they over time i don't a, a few months. days, a few no, months. No,
1: it's a few months.
0: It's really interesting how they do it. Like when they go, they go up into the ships.
1: Yeah, it's every eighteen hours they have two There's hours a hole. because it's like they talk about how they have to like adjust, yeah. like the atmosphere in there to be able to accommodate for them, right? And so every eighteen hours they have two hours to go up in there, yeah, and interact with the aliens, yeah, which they call heptopods because they have seven legs, yes, and they're friendly they're friendly they're not
0: like here to invade earth it's a very different yeah it's a very different kind of of like alien invasion movie i thought that out of i read a lot of i I don't read a lot of alien Mm sci-fi but like i feel like this is like one of the strangely more grounded like science fiction movies i've ever seen despite the fact that they're giant like black erasers in the sky basically that they look like oh, or well, like stones
1: i looked up arrival and i actually found this really interesting thing because the heptapods are based on like cuttlefish right right mm-hmm. so the i'm gonna turn my laptop around to show you okay the things are based on like the shape of like a bone membrane thing that they have oh cool the ships are okay that's why they're like kind of oyster shaped
0: so there's a great mystery in the movie as to why they're there and what mm-hmm. they want and they want to get to a point where they ask them what their purpose is and over time they they get pretty friendly with them and they learn their language um they write as a language basically that's the only way yeah, that they can figure it's, it out
1: it's kind of the the most similar thing i can explain it to is kind of like kanji yeah. how it is multiple but also very specific meanings and it's yeah. also iconography right so it's basically like ring based iconography right and each little like blemish mm-hmm. represents a very specific thing and she's able to basically translate it to the point where she's able to relay messages back to them in their own language yeah they and get she so basically, good at it yeah she learns the language right the uh through reading at least like she doesn't speak the weird yeah Uh,
0: yeah they make weird like clicking and horn noises
1: yeah (laughs) which is cool and it is cool um probably would felt really cool in theaters
0: oh yeah it was awesome the whole movie theater shakes yeah that would have been so it was awesome
1: um and it also gets to the point because there is like a jip in the movie basically about like when you start dreaming in a language is when you truly understand it. Yeah, and, she and she starts does. dreaming in the language. Mm-hmm. And so she comes to them at the end, like, at the very last second before, like, World War is about to break so out over these we're things. leaving on a
0: very important part because they China is, like, oh, the, yeah. the, the the you know, the one who's messing this all up.
1: Yeah, because their <laughs> way of communicating with them is through playing Mahjong. Yeah. Which is very yes or no. Yeah. Not interpretive, like, Mm -hmm. their language needs to be.
0: Yeah. And they figure out that they're trying to say... They'd interpret what they're saying as use weapon.
1: Not gift. Not
0: give weapon. Yeah.
1: Well, it's tool. Give tool. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And China... And, of course, if you look at, like, Chinese characters, like, they could mean different things as well. Yeah. Because Kanji and Chinese are, you know... they're. But
1: it's... It also is, like, a tool could be a weapon. Yeah,
0: a tool could be a weapon. Yeah. So... There are some interesting callbacks in this movie to how um, the, I guess, the the British or the English or whatever uh, figured out the aboriginal or tried to communicate with aboriginals in Australia. Yeah. Which I thought was cool. Well,
1: she literally, she said she made that up.
0: She made that up?
1: She literally said, I just made that up. Oh. But it got my point across, didn't it?
0: Right. So, yeah, they yeah. mentioned, aboriginals mentioned, Australia mentioned. <laughs> so, I don't know, I just wanted to
1: okay right. well so she says she makes this like story to the general yeah like a metaphor type thing being like like ch- when she was arguing about how to learn the language better yeah versus just making direct statements at them like they need to build a vocabulary mm-hmm. about how when colonizers went to australia and pointed to the animal that puts babies in a pouch and asked and asked the aboriginals what it was called. They said kangaroo, said kangaroo. And they didn't know kangaroo actually means, I don't know what you're saying.
0: That wasn't real?
1: No, I don't know. She said that's not real. Okay. I don't think that's real. That would be
0: really funny if it was. It
1: would be funny if it's real, but I don't think it's real. All right. Well, uh, Skyward, you, Skyward
0: Yeah, Skyward, you live closer live to there. kangaroos than we do. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe not. I mean, Philly Zoo is pretty...
1: Philly zoo's is like an hour away. Do they
0: have kangaroos there? I don't know. Anyways. Um... Uh,
1: Possums are marsupials. We have marsupials around.
0: Well, let's ask a possum.
1: I'm going to do that. I see him on my way home sometimes.
0: All right. So, yeah. So, basically, every country is trying to figure it out. And China just gets spooked. And, of course, all the
1: They pull friends. out. It's like they have like a huge conference call thing yeah. talking about the things they learn. And as soon as China learns about that, they pull out. They
0: pull out. They're like, no, And nope, then done. everyone
1: else pulls out because everyone gets really sussed out. And
0: they're like, we're going to just shoot it.
1: <laughs> yeah. And China's like, we're just going to hit it with a nuclear weapon, actually. Yeah. Um, because we don't want this weapon. Well, yeah. it it I couldn't tell if it was like them trying to get the weapon first.
0: Yeah, they were trying to find
1: it. Yeah. And so it turns out the weapon the whole time was, was a gift. A gift a tool. A tool and it was the language itself. Yeah. Because when you learn this language, because language molds your whole brain mm-hmm. like they talk about how when you learn another language you start to think differently like your brain literally yeah. works differently that's when true. you speak more than one language yeah because you have like your brain switches into different gears basically for right. language and so once you learn how to understand this written language like time changes for you yeah and that's why at the beginning we were seeing those bits about or er, I was about to call just call her amy what, her name is louise or something louise louise about how she like has a baby and everything at the beginning and how it's framed to look like it all happened before but it's
0: actually after
1: yeah it's actually way after because she mm-hmm. has a baby with jeremy what's his name jeremy renner i didn't want to call okay <laughs> um with his character and
0: it's funny like you get little blips of it later on and yeah. do you think that's her like slowly start starting to be able to grasp the future or do you think that's just like you know definitely movie? further
1: into the movie yes yeah. at the beginning i think that was more of like a foreshadowing type device yeah
0: i think so but it's interesting and even her daughter her daughter's name is hannah mm-hmm. and, her, and it's a palindrome, it's a palindrome. <laughs> this movie's great mm-hmm. he really put a lot of thought into it. i think it's an original story
1: yeah probably. i think
0: it's an original story. Um, and this is how you get to direct a Blade Runner movie and do <laughs> Because this is very interesting. Um, so you like this movie.
1: I loved this movie. Yeah. Um, I also like, because I was thinking about, I wonder what it was that she told the guy. Because she, because the little girl. Well, he girl, said.
0: Huh? The, the Chinese guy?
1: No, not oh. that. No, I know that she said oh, okay. his wife's dying words yeah. to convince we'll get, him to listen to her. Yeah. Um but I was thinking about I wonder what it was that Louise told Ian was it yeah, Ian? I think his name was Ian. Um if it was about the prophecy that mm-hmm. they're going to return in 3000 years cuz it didn't really <laughs> seem like she told anybody that detail. No. And that's probably very important. Yeah. Or if it was because so in one of like the flash forwards the the daughter Hannah asks why isn't daddy around anymore.
0: Yeah.
1: And Um, Louise says it's because he learned something he wasn't ready to learn. Yeah. So I wonder if it was about that prophecy or I wonder... I think it was about
0: her illness.
1: Yeah. I think it was about probably her being able to basically see the future because she also never really said that that's what happens. Right. Um, well, she does, but like no one took it seriously. So I don't Mm -hmm. know if like it happened, but, or like if he later learned the language and was able to understand, but basically there's like this like untold secret of what it could have been but it probably was that she's gonna die of cancer when she's like 17 or whatever it was yeah like
0: really young Mm -hmm. um i like the how she diffused the situation Uh, so closer to the end of the movie she breaks uh united states military protocol and goes up into the a thing for the ship comes down to her yeah somehow it's like a little really travel pod, and she goes up and into like behind the glass, basically that they were seeing. Yeah, and they were like, "Cool, here's all of our shit. We're just gonna mind transfer this to you, basically." The most sci-fi yeah. part of the movie, and that
1: part was so cool. That's basically
0: when she got like the full. She's like
1: fully fluent,
0: fully fluent, and her brain was rewired yeah. to think in the future. Yeah, and, and she
1: was like asking, like, "What is the gift?" Yeah, and was able to like talk. Directly like, to them. Like, directly to them, but In also English. at that other part where um, she was... Like, the one part where she did, like, the... Yeah, the, she, this she thing made, with it. Yeah. I feel like that's when it happened. That's
0: when it happened, yeah. So, and then um, China, of course, is about to throw nuke at it, and she goes... She steals a phone from the facility to call the Chinese hotline for the commander. Yeah. And tells him his and then there's of course there's a a flashback or a flash forward yeah, during that all scene of
1: this like in like a flash forward future thing yeah. where she's talking with him in the future I like I
0: like the it's like a world peace celebration. society celebration yeah. where they all figured they all like gained world peace or i, I was assuming that's what it was yeah. and he's like well thank you for telling me my wife's dying words and then she yeah. like mind transferred those words from him somehow Mm -hmm.
1: and i feel like that was more of like a not necessarily exactly what happened in that moment but like a remembrance type thing
0: yeah and Mm -hmm. um very cool like very interesting movie um kind of a i I think it's an hour and a half or it was almost two it was almost two but either way it it doesn't feel like it do you understand how my friend fell asleep during this movie? I don't. I don't understand. Which either. part
1: did he fall asleep? I was at?
0: enthralled. The whole, like the whole middle. If
1: you fall asleep for even like ten minutes, you will not understand what's yeah. going on. This movie is so like full and packed.
0: It's suspenseful. It keeps you really interested. It does. Um, it's one of the few movies that came out during that time that wasn't tied to a franchise. Mm-hmm. Of course, now the guy it's kind of tied to franchises.
1: But they're uh, interesting franchises. But they're
0: interesting at least. Also, it's Dune. It's, it's not like Dune. he's doing
1: Star Wars.
0: Yeah, we had to schedule out when we're doing a bunch of Dune stuff. By the God. way,
1: God, yeah, Dune two is coming out.
0: Anyway, um, so yeah, really good movie. Um, I I'm surprised. I, I remembered a little bit of the movie, but I was surprised how much I forgot. Hmm. But I'm glad like a repeat watch kind of helped me figure it out a little more. Hmm. Um. Because I thought I don't know why I thought the only way. Like, the only thing that she gained was the fact that, you know, she was going to have a daughter or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, it was very cool. A very cool movie. Yeah. Um, so you'd say this is a good screen?
1: Definite. 1,000% good screen.
0: Uh, starting it off with a, a definite good screen. Mm-hmm. All right. Cool.
1: Starting off on a good foot. Good foot. <laughs> One of the good seven feet.
0: One of the... How many... How many um, legs how many legs uh seven out of
1: seven seven out of seven yeah
0: (laughs) (laughs) um so yeah we would recommend this movie uh you can find it you can find it
1: you can find it somewhere yeah if you've seen this movie you can find it at blockbuster yes find it at
0: hollywood video hollywood video definitely has it oh absolutely yeah definitely um you can find it on the Apple TV FaceTime connection. Oh
1: my god. I am so sorry if the chime is picking up. Basically, I tried connecting my phone to the Apple TV's FaceTime thing <laughs> last week and it didn't want to work. So now every time it even senses the Apple TV, it wants to try to connect yeah. to the FaceTime feature to have my like screen project on there basically.
0: And it's crazy. It's just
1: non-stop chiming. Yeah. Even though I have the sound turned off. I think it's quiet enough that disturb. we're not hearing it. Yeah.
0: So if it's you just heard, in case. I'm gonna probably cut like some of the parts where you completely stop talking and to turn it off. But yeah. Um, so that's been happening this whole episode. It's it's been awesome.
1: It's been happening all this last week. and It is driving me crazy. Yeah.
0: Okay. We so yeah. We went down
1: for bed last night and it started chiming because you turned the TV I off. I didn't but turn not the, the Apple, Apple TV, TV off.
0: Yeah, my fault. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. Um, Arrival's a good movie, and you should watch it. If you did watch it, let us know what you thought about it.
1: Absolutely, please.
0: Yeah. Maybe we didn't miss something.
1: We probably 101 did. 101 things you missed in the Arrival. I liked
0: I liked how they handled, like, the world trying to figure out an alien invasion.
1: I feel, yeah, I feel like it painted a very good picture on what would actually what would actually. It
0: reminded me of Don't Look Up a little bit. Because yeah. there was, like, alt-right conspiracy theories about everything. And, yeah. Yeah, so, uh, strange uh, comparison. But, like...
1: Don't look both up of those really good. both of those
0: movies kind of handled like a uh, out of our control situation like mm-hmm. very very well
1: i feel like we even though we've seen don't look up and we yeah. both remember it very dearly and love it we should do an episode about it just because it's so, this is so a good, good it's a
0: good movie um the thread here is timothy chalamet
1: where was he in the first one? Oh, he's in dune he's
0: in dune and dune was directed by the, the guy, guy who did arrival yeah
1: i was gonna say where was he in the arrival yeah he that. was
0: not in arrival but Alright, so yeah, we watched that. That was awesome. Good job. Mm-hmm. Good job watching that, Lauren.
1: Thank you. You also did a fantastic job.
0: Alright, so what's your screenless shout out?
1: Well, I'm not allowed to say what my screenless shout out actually is.
0: Find another one.
1: Um My screenless shout out is some of our local small businesses okay. which I've mentioned them before. But I walked around uh, downtown Lancaster the other day. Right. And went to one of our favorite local shops, Farboco. hmm They call themselves a uh, general nerdery. Right. And they have all sorts of fantastic fun things inside. They have gunflaws. Right. They have a whole ton D&D of stuff. board games. D&D stuff.
0: Minifigures
1: minifigures for D D stuff or you could use it for warhammer or whatever too mm-hmm. um, anime figures lots of anime figures lots of japanese imports um they also have a variety of different journaling supplies now cool um because they have washi tapes right and i did buy some washi tapes that are made by one of the employees there has her own like side business okay um i don't think she really has any online shops uh-huh. oh they also have fantastic earrings that they sell they don't have a whole lot in right now Okay. And they also sell Tombow markers,
0: which is what you got.
1: Which is what I got. Okay. Um they sell them for like a whole dollar 50 cheaper than Michael sells them because they were like 250 each. Which sounds like a lot, but for what they are, it's not. Okay. And Michael sells them for like $4 each. Yeah. And so I got a whole lot more than I expected, but I got them for journaling. Okay. And I also got some over the garden wall washi tape. <laughs> cool. And um when i because when i was checking out she was like oh this is one of the washi tapes i made and i was like that's so incredible yeah and she said that she wanted to she was also planning on getting in um like a journal and some other stuff like with the over the garden wall theming Mm -hmm. but she couldn't get out in time for fall because the manufacturer that she works with like she didn't like what they made oh okay um like she got her like test ones in didn't like it and didn't like it so she's still trying to look for somewhere else and i was like well i look forward to finding it here because it's it's always over the garden wall season okay
0: Uh, but
1: yeah they have a really interesting assortment of things and also support a lot of other small artists in the area like a lot of their stickers and washi tapes and stuff that they sell are made by small artists okay and even some of the stuff they have in the shop is like um what's it called
0: commissions?
1: The commissions, they they do commissions for many figures and they have like a small artist in there who does like wood figure commissions. Oh, like
0: handcrafted stuff.
1: Yeah, but Sculpted. also like things that they get off of um Oh, what's it called? The crowdsourcing website.
0: Kickstarter?
1: Kickstarter okay. projects.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh. Um they'll get like wholesale stuff in. Cool. Yeah, and I also I guess it's just downtown Lancaster in general is my screenless shadow because I went Very to cool. that. Yeah. Right across the way from that is the Central Market where I didn't tell you, but I got an incredible smoothie. Okay. <laughs> but I think I'm allergic to something in because my mouth was tingling as I was drinking it. Oh, what was it? Uh it was orange juice. Okay. Strawberry. Okay. Guava juice. Guava. Banana and pineapple. And I feel like something else. Uh,
0: the pineapple might have just made you tingly. <laughs>
1: does it do that you know if your mouth gets tingly when you eat something that means you're allergic to it oh are you allergic to pineapple
0: no pineapple is very acidic though so like yeah it might feel tingly but it's not
1: yeah but no this was like tingly i was like this is weird but i'm gonna keep drinking it okay um i'm thinking if it was anything maybe the guava because it's the only thing i don't semi-regularly consume
0: yeah and you don't eat bananas a lot
1: i don't eat them but i have them in things okay so i don't think it's that
0: all right well that's awesome
1: mm-hmm. and i just walked around in general and played pikmin which a really bloom? good yeah pikmin bloom i went to a really good bagel shop and got an incredible breakfast sandwich
0: yeah i was working
1: yeah did i show you a picture of the sandwich
0: no you should show me
1: yeah i'm gonna show you right now
0: lauren had this amazing day and i was just sitting here suffering i mean not it's really it was really quiet
1: yeah they make all their bagels in shop
0: wow that and looks good
1: yeah it was really good it was bacon egg and cheese it was kind of messy to eat but right, it was really that, good
0: that's usually how that goes
1: um i got this donut Pikmin. awesome yeah i you just had a great day yeah i just had a great day walking around lancaster okay and uh... oh but i also went to farbago because i was trying to find they have like the Pikmin terrariums you didn't find them Uh, they had the one that they opened for the, for like the show, the floor model. Yeah. So they had the floor one that they had opened, which was the one where there's like two blue Pikmin swimming and a red Pikmin sitting on a lily pad. Mm -hmm. And they told me I could have bought that one if I wanted it, but it wasn't one of the ones I was going to try and go for. Cause I like the one where they're all carrying the orange. That's good. I like the one where it's just the three yellow Pikmin and some wires. Okay. (laughs) And I like the one where it's Olimar pulling the red Pikmin out
0: yeah that's iconic
1: yeah um that's like like the uh, creation of adam basically (laughs) and then i also went to just press play and they sold out they said like two days ago a guy bought them all i was like god fucking damn it and they had them at other locations but i didn't feel like driving 15 minutes away to get it
0: yeah i want to go to their other locations sometime
1: we went to one of them we haven't been to the other other one
0: yeah if you're looking for a game go to just press play
1: if you live in the county area our
0: non-sponsorship of just press play yeah Cool. It's
1: also very hyper specific that I'm selling
0: anything online. Yeah, uh, they do. do I they? found out I was on eBay the other day.
1: Yeah. Oh, they sell some. They on sell. EBay. They
0: sell some stuff on eBay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they have an eBay store.
1: Support our favorite small business on eBay. Yeah. That's
0: awesome. Yeah, you can look up Just for Play on eBay, not sponsored. Cool. I found out you have to say not sponsored. Oh. Not yeah. sponsored. Not sponsored. I don't. We're not, would, we're not
1: sponsored by anyone.
0: not sponsored by anyone. And when if we would, it would be Wawa. So. It's
1: only Wawa. I would sponsor Just Press Play. Um, I would sponsor FarboCo. Co. I would sponsor the Lancaster Central Market. <laughs> I would sponsor... I guess be sponsored by. Uh, yeah. I'm not paying for uh, that. Uh, yeah. I want them to pay us. I would <clears throat> be willing to be sponsored by... There's this app called Quinn. Okay. That makes audio erotica
0: oh all right well (laughs) i don't know we had to draw a line somewhere okay yeah i like being a not sponsored podcast
1: yeah it feels freeing we don't Mm -hmm. have to come up with a voice bit although they can they tend to be funny
0: they do tend to be the
1: ones that i hear like the ones that the last podcast on the left does are always really funny
0: yeah into the aether which is a podcast that i've plugged on here before Mm -hmm. they recently announced that they're doing ads Mm -hmm. but you have to buy them so like they have a store now and on the store there's like two things it's like a personal ad for like like happy birthday or whatever
1: oh or
0: a a corporate ad which is very like not very expensive but expensive verb but they have to like
1: like a contracted ad
0: yeah they have to like approve them they they don't get you know nobody's like you have to do this and you have to say that well i mean they do say that but they have to they pick them they pick them and ones they want to do they pikmin they pikmin yeah they don't pikmin uh pikmin basically didn't exist in their game of the year yeah which was crazy but at the same time they... i wonder
1: if they'll do like a bonus episode about pikmin someday i really
0: hope so they took a break during the time that it came out mm. and yeah anyway um that's yeah. a good podcast they just released if you want a podcast that will last you an entire week of listening they just released their game of the year episode six which hours is long. six and a half hours long that's crazy yeah all right, so your screenless shout-out is Lancaster in general.
1: Just downtown Lancaster. Downtown
0: Lancaster. Not in general. Downtown yeah. Lancaster.
1: What's your screenless shout-out? My
0: screenless shout-out is the new year. Yeah? Yes.
1: Happy New Year. We're, Happy New we're Year. We're recording this on New Year's Day.
0: We are. I, I mentioned that at the beginning of the episode. Oh, I didn't know that. Now you know again. It is New Year's Day. It is uh, almost time for Lauren to get ready for work. Yep. But it is, it is New Year's Day, and I'm, just, I'm very excited for um a year i I, th- I think last year not to be dramatic was one of the filler years of my life <laughs> you say that uh, about every year yeah, well th- last year in particular felt very uh one step forward two steps back for me personally yeah um I see so why you say that so this year this year i'm hoping it's more steps forward um i
1: feel like i took a step forward last year you
0: took a step you t- took steps forward last year mm-hmm. i took two steps back um but um hey i'm i'm doing better mm-hmm. um I, I i guess i lost like 15 not 15 uh 25 to 30 pounds ish mm-hmm. unless my scale is just like getting like worse every no, time i go definitely on it
1: lost weight. we were just looking at pictures we last were looking night. at a
0: picture last night where like there's this bulb underneath my like it's still there if i go like oh yeah
1: everyone
0: has everyone that, has that but, but like it. i was like like in this i'm up straight and like mm-hmm. it
1: yeah, shirts so My
0: shirts fit a little. This shirt shrunk a lot, but.
1: Shirts also just fit you weird.
0: Yeah, I'm also tall. This isn't a tall fit. No, it's not. Um, I'm feeling good about that. I'm um, probably going to go to the gym today after mm-hmm. you leave. So that's okay. hilarious. I'm going to see how crowded the gym is on January 1st. Oh, God. I'll so pray for I you. So fe- I feel like I'm sort I'm, of. I'm Maybe sorted. don't
1: go to the gym.
0: No, I think I'm going to. I'm, I'll check the crowd meter. It's going to be hell. Yeah. Um. And I feel like, I mean, in, enough changes last year that this year could be a really nice year for me. Okay. And other stuff. We'll yeah. get to that later.
1: Yeah, we'll get to that other stuff next, later. We'll get
0: to that next week. So, um, and, and for the podcast, of course, because eventually at this point, this at some point this year, I would assume we're going to go back to week to week.
1: I would like to hope so. I like
0: to hope so. That's my big hope for this year. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd really like to go back to it being a weekly podcast, but... It's
1: going to depend on a lot of things.
0: Yeah, two weeks Two weeks is going to be it, probably. Or, you know, if we have the time. It is the middle of winter right now. We we aren't really going out and doing a lot of things.
1: Well, it's, it's summer in Australia.
0: It is summer in Australia.
1: Which is crazy for me to think about. Yeah. I always knew it was real.
0: It's real, Lauren. But like, the <laughs> hemispheres of the earth.
1: Russell, we... I. Th- my world is very small
0: yeah remember australia is the easiest country we could gain uh citizenship in because you have family down there
1: fuck it yeah let's go apparently so you said my dad's cousins live out there although she died she died yeah cecilia died oh that's the one i was gonna be named after
0: oh god who else is still is anyone else still down there
1: i don't know i can ask my grandparents
0: that's so i mean it's not funny that she died it's so funny you have family down there
1: yeah, they immigrated to Australia in, like, the in late 90s.
0: Huh. Anyways. Um.
1: We have Skyward. <laughs> Skyward can be our ticket in.
0: Lauren Lauren and I are fascinated about becoming immigrants.
1: <laughs> Honestly, yeah.
0: But now, like, I, I mean, I, I like en- enough living in America. Like, everything is here, basically.
1: I don't.
0: You don't? I, don't, I mean... I feel like... I feel not like that I've necessarily spent, going a taste anywhere else. We haven't spent enough time living or, like, not just vacationing in another country to really feel like we have or remember what we have here. I feel like everyone should live abroad for a little bit of their life just to see. Right?
1: Like, why can't everyone have one year Like my they mom, can live in any country?
0: Like My whole family, like... They've never they, left the county. When they came over from the ships from Wales, um, <laughs> uh, they never left... The counties that we live in, no, the whole time, none of them. My direct line, yes. there are other people in my line that went down south mm-hmm. and and whatever and, Daniel and Boone, around yeah. Daniel Boone, Kentucky. Kentucky. Um, but he's not directly related to me, so yeah, my direct line stuck around and they were farmers and craftsmen and stuff like that. And and even like my mom, like she, she she's a native of this area her whole life and she doesn't want to go to any other she doesn't want to see the the world i think that's weird
1: yeah i think that's also weird and very small-minded
0: yeah i think it's i i think like I you gotta get to that experience, experience. So you have to other cultures. you have to be the fish out of water to really understand the mm-hmm. the things you have at home and mm-hmm. stuff like that i want to i want to do something american in another country and get people looking at me goddammit. it <laughs>
1: Just go to Germany. They'll look at you anyways. <laughs> they'll
0: look at me anyway.
1: They'll be able to. They feel your aura. They like, feel our American aura. Let's <laughs> not even be fat. No, it's, uh, it's Germany is a loud. pretty fat country. It's because we're loud. I'm not loud. In general, Americans apparently I know when to be quiet. To be impolite.
0: I know when to be quiet. But
1: that's because we have different versions of politeness.
0: That's true.
1: Um, like how here small talk is very normal. Oh, and see, this is
0: why I would love. Polite,
1: it. but if you go to like Japan, you don't like, do I, that you don't do that but like i read this one thing recently or maybe watched a video about it about this one girl who was japanese who was Mm -hmm. doing like a year abroad in america yeah and she found it so weird how the first time like the first time something this happened to her Mm -hmm. where someone came up to her and just complimented something she was wearing and struck up a conversation
0: yeah you don't do that
1: yeah you don't do that over there you don't even look at other people in the eye
0: unless you're like at a bar basically that sounds awesome sign me up uh, so yeah um, what was my screenly shout out the new year
1: the new year
0: <laughs> yeah alright well anyway we're getting a little distracted uh, do you want to talk about what we're going to talk about next week I don't remember we're going to watch the sequel to Chicken Run
1: oh yeah Chicken Run Chicken Nugget
0: Chicken the Dawn of the Nugget Dawn of the Nugget, Dawn of the nugget. Um, I might watch the original just to get prepared for it.
1: I watched the original at work very recently, so yeah. it's still fresh on my mind.
0: Okay, I'll watch the original one later. And we have another uh, shared uh, good screen for the beginning of that episode mm-hmm. that's semi, like, in the same style of that movie. So, if you, if you follow me on threads, you, you will know what I was talking about. But it was a really quick one, and we probably won't be talking about it for super long. But, yeah, it'll be a good one. Mm-hmm. So... Newish movie next week, Chicken Run Dawn of the Nugget.
1: Wait, I thought we were going to try and find Wonka streaming.
0: Uh, Wonka's still in theaters. It's really po- it's really good apparently. Mm. Like that Paddington guy, he knows how to he make movies that people cry. I like the
1: women in every one of his movies.
0: Yeah. Um I don't think we'll have an opportunity to see that in theaters. Yeah. So, we'll have to wait for that one, but we will get to Wonka. Maybe we'll do like a special like three movie Wonka. Thing, I want oh, it, like all three, all three that? of them. I want to get to a point. I want to do like at least start bonus episodes this year. And do you I want know them to
1: be six hours long.
0: No, 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 no. I mean, I want them to be long, but like I want them to just focus on those movies and mm-hmm. like kind of build up to like something new that's releasing.
1: I feel like if anything, if we do a new format, we still keep the two weeks but yeah. then we just do more bonus episodes because yeah. then we'll have time to like sit down and dissect but for the bonus movies we'll definitely have to do some sort of like bullet point right we'll to need to through. have notes yeah
0: which is yeah i, I want to start note-taking all my movies um again we, used, again. To do we it, used to do it and
1: then we stopped
0: um so like for example when dune comes out we could do dune and then don't you remember dune part when i would carry two.
1: around a notepad in my purse for when we would go to the movies yeah that was unhinged that was iconic Taking um, notes during Black Adam, which is a movie we didn't even want to talk about on the podcast.
0: Yeah. So the like I have some like like once for for later on, and we're just talking shop now, so you can turn off the podcast whenever you want. Bye. Um, <laughs> I have some notes for like bonuses that I'd want to do or like special I, I don't know if bonus is the right word for them. Um, uh, we'll figure out as we go. Features. Special features. Yeah. Um <laughs> That that's movie related
1: special features included
0: so the ones that like i'd want to do um i'm looking at ones that are kind of linked to new movies mm-hmm. and the only one i can think is there's a kung fu panda four coming out and oh. i wanted to do the three kung fu, but like release that episode right before kung or fu the week panda. before we see the, do the kung fu panda yeah episode will be kung so panda. that it's yeah so that's on your mind a week before and then yeah. we do I don't know. We're not trying to like grow or anything. We're just trying to make it like cohesive more. Mm-hmm. That's my goal this year with the podcast, basically. Okay. Yeah, that and get some of my friends involved a little more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I
1: know you wanted an episode with just Will.
0: With Will and Maybe. Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's um that's gonna be the podcast. I hope you look forward to. For, I hope you look forward to um this year of the podcast, and I hope. You have a good new year and everything. Mm
1: -hmm. Are you talking to me or the listener?
0: Oh, the (laughs) listener. Yeah, I'm talking to the listener. You too.
1: Thanks. I hope I do too.
0: Yeah. Um, If you want to follow the podcast elsewhere, we are on Threads, Instagram, and um, YouTube. You can find us at Mm GoodScreenPod. You can email us at GoodScreenPod at gmail.com. And you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, YouTube. YouTube has a podcast feature Mm -hmm. so it shows up there.
1: Yeah.
0: And I recently got us on Podcasts. Okay. So that's nice.
1: Are all of our episodes uploaded on there?
0: Yeah it takes the RSS feed. Okay. So all the episodes show up. Um, And rating us on Apple Podcasts is very helpful for exposure. Yep. As well as Spotify you can do that but you need to do it from the um, app i think
1: mm-hmm. which is weird give it five stars on but the you,
0: app. you can't pay for spotify through the app which anyway um leave a i will go crazy the first time we get a review on like a review review on apple Podcasts. oh my gosh i would i hope it's good i would read it on the i'll read every review we get even if, even it's, if it's, bad. it's bad um and of course you can like comment and subscribe yeah on youtube and we'll hit that and, bell and again if you comment like we're such a small show we'll read it like Mm -hmm. every time so thank you everyone for watching the show and uh we'll see you next time bye bye bye